Hey, what's going on? This is Dom C, a.k.a. Dom Caesar, a.k.a. Dommy Bahami, and this is Domcast episode 124. It is September 11, 2021. We made it here. We made it here, all right? The Twin Towers fell 20 years ago, and you thought it was going to be over. We got hit with a pandemic. You thought it was going to be over. We had Obama for eight years. You thought it was going to be over, but guess what, baby? Now we just have a president with dementia, and uh, we got the Russians and the Chinese all on our ass. It's a gorgeous time to be alive. Gorgeous, gorgeous time. I remember exactly where I was at. I was in seventh grade during 9-11. I played hooky from school. Obviously not knowing anything's going to happen. I saw it all on TV. It was crazy. And I remember I was hanging out with this chick. We were watching a movie. It was a few months back. And I asked her, I said, you know, do you remember where you're at? And she goes, not really. I was in kindergarten. Oh, I was like, Dommy, you're 32. She's nine year old. What are you doing? She's nine. Oh, Dommy. And I was like, well, at least you still got it. At least you still got it. You still got a semi full head of hair cute piece and uh you can still make them laugh dobby make them laugh oh it's been a few months since i spoke to y'all as well i just upgraded my entire setup i got a new computer uh, i got a new recording setup microphones headphones i got a new job and i have a new cat so a lot of new shit as little wayne would say bitch i feel it brand new all right body doesn't feel brand new it's 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 true the second you turn 30 it shuts it off. It just shuts it off. Your metabolism's gone. You start getting a little love handles. Uh, it's And then it didn't help working at a French restaurant for like six plus months where I'm just eating cheese every day. Uh, and you know, I'm the dish pit king, dude. I'm on that dish pit in Adderall. Don't eat your food. I might eat it all. So I'm over there eating raclette cheese in a dish pit. Yeah, it's not going to settle well on your love handles, if you know what I'm saying. That little, what do they, what do the Mexicans call that little belly? Not your belly, like ponsoon, ponsa? I have no clue. I have no clue. I barely speak English, dude. I always thought it was crazy when I was working at the French restaurant, people would come in and be pissed that we didn't speak French. It's like, you fuck kidding me? Okay. I don't go to Panda Express and they start speaking Mandarin to me. Dear Lord, people are idiots. And those are the Karens. Those are the Karens. Those are the people because the amenities of Moderna... (laughs) <laughs> the amenities of Moderna. I'm a Pfizer kid. I got two. I got two shots of Pfizer in my shaft, and baby, I feel better. I feel great. Like you know, I didn't want my body to be a host anymore. Because maybe for a while, my body was the hostess with the mostest. I would just do karaoke, and the virus is like, we can chill here. He's not dying. Let's just mutate. Maybe I started Delta. Maybe I started Delta. You don't know, dude. You don't know. Are they gonna flag this? I hope they don't flag this. This is honestly just a sound check, but we're rolling. We're rolling. So I got a new kitten. Her name is Jolie. Jolie. Beautiful, pretty. This means pretty in French. And, you know, Junebug. Y'all know Junebug. Well, she start, I, was, I was at work at the French restaurant. I was gone 10, 12 hours a day. And she started acting out. And I would punt, like, anxiety, cat anxiety music on YouTube, like 15-hour tracks. But she still needed someone. And after the blizzard, my grandma had a little batch of kittens that were born underneath her, um, like her little patio, her deck. It's a nice deck. And so they were not, they're underneath the deck. And I saw this little tiny calico. And I said, sweet Jesus. She's like, can you take them to the Humane Society? And go, you know what? Junebug needs a friend. So less than a year apart, J- Junebug's huge. She's part Maine Coon. Jolie's a tiny little thing. I think Jolie's already max size. And that's tiny as hell. But uh, they're complete opposites, but they get along. 
they got to a point where they're grooming each other and dude, the first week poor little jolie she's a little feral cat so june bug you know lab cat born during the pandemic when i had people over she was constantly just held pet and cuddled now jolie was born after the blizzard and then lived outside during rainstorms and thunderstorms it took her forever to trust people she barely trusts me so when other people come over she's very skittish uh, she was hiding behind my washer and dryer for like a week straight. When I mean she cried for a week straight, I mean literally did not stop. She would cry for about seven or eight hours at a time. And then after you're done, after a week, finally start coming around. And now she's my little buddy. Now she's my little buddy and she follows me around everywhere. Still skittish other human beings, <clears throat> but she's she's my little she's my little queen. She's my little princess. My little princess. Um, and I don't know. I, I think Junebug, she's kind of got like this. Junebug's got lesbian vibes. And I feel like Jolie's got, I think she's a straight cat. She's definitely a straight female. But I think she might be, mm, she's like the, the quiet girl in school. You know, low-key freak show. But, you know, once once she warms up to you, she's over here chasing balls and playing in blizzards. So she she's a little, she's a little mystery. She's a, uh, yeah, she's a little mystery, but she's cute as hell, and I don't know what the cats do. They always love the blinds. I'll be trying to sleep, and they're just playing in the blinds, and I can't sleep because they're knocking around everywhere, and then from the outside of my place, it looks like I'm getting beat up or I'm throwing someone around in my room because my blinds are just swinging back and forth. It's all kooky bananas, but it's nice. So I got two little homies at the crib now. Uh, like I said, I was working a lot. I upgraded my equipment, so that's cool. Um, yeah, and like you're really getting into some Zen Buddhism and I got really into stoic philosophy during the pandemic and now I've been really just I've been listening to like Alan Watts for like six hours straight, Terrence McKenna, and just really getting into it, and which is hard because it, you really can't be funny when you're not pissed off at something. It's just true. No one is funnier than when they're annoyed. That's it. I mean, you could be sitting at the DMV and you get next to some old guy and he's just rambling because he's pissed. He's got to wait like 45 minutes and just the little things he says under my breath or his, says under my breath, baby, says says under his breath. I'll crack you up. Even a simple thing like someone's sitting on a park bench and they got a fly buzzing around their head and they're just swatting at it, missing it. You can just tell they're like annoyed. I laugh. I laugh. They're not getting hurt. They're not harmed. But just seeing someone annoyed is hilarious. Because uh, we live with all these modern era amenities and this is why people get bored. This is why people have been canceling each other. This is why the left and the right have swung so far out of sync that it's kind of like the left now is like uh, my body, my choice, yet you need to put this vaccine in your body. It's kind of like what? And then the right, the lack of science on the right is astounding. But uh yeah, we can't look at any of these people, To honestly. I mean, your life is your life, dude, and you got to live it every day. Don't look too far in the future. Obviously, your plans, you know, December 2019 weren't what happened three months later, let alone well, now with the Delta variant. So, I know, I hope you're vaccinated. You know, hot girls, we all get Pfizer, and I got that double dose of Pfizer straight on my shaft, dude. And I went to HUB. Shout out. So, if, you don't, if you're not vaccinated... I'm not going to sit on a fucking soapbox, but it, there's no conspiracy behind this, dude. You think you have all the doctors in the entire world are all conspiring to make a vaccine. And people say it's going to track you. Bitch, you got a cell phone literally in your pocket. You're getting tracked. Every phone call, every text message. What do you, what do you do? 
You go everywhere with your cell phone, you stupid. Oh, don't say it, Nami. Just came back. You don't want to be too crass, especially for new listeners. Oh, fuck it. You stupid cunts. You really think there's microchips in a vaccine, and then you think in three years it's going to kill everyone? How disconnected from reality are you? How, how flat is Earth in your brain? Okay? So all the doctors in the whole world, all these medical professionals are all just going to drop dead in three years? Then who's going to run this thing? Who's going to keep the spinning rock? Uh, who's going to keep these people alive? I mean, you're out of your damn mind. And this also is frustrating because the media, I think the pandemic showed people how bad American media is. You shouldn't have a choice to choose your news outlet like that. There should be one public, I know there's NPR, but there's still a, they still have a spin. There should be a non-biased, just all around, straight facts, no opinion, news network. Of course, that's what we all want, but you don't get ratings and it's not profitable. But the fact that you can choose your own reality when it comes to your news, it's not healthy and it's not safe. And then it divides people, and this is where we're at now. And then you start seeing, um, we, we should be at a point of a great enlightenment. We should all, like, when everyone lost jobs, we should have been, like, on a level playing field mentally and emotionally, and somehow we got more divided. The one thing the pandemic showed me about Americans is how we can't work together. Like, we, we can't wear masks when we got doctors telling us to. You know, we, we didn't get vaccines when we got doctors taking them. I mean, sweet Jesus. If the thing's going to kill you and you saw Joe Biden get it, and that guy's still alive, you're going to be fine. I mean, he doesn't know where he's at. And it wasn't a placebo shot, you idiots. But yeah, go to HEB.com if you're not vaccinated. You can pick Pfizer, Moderna, uh, or the Johnson & Johnson if you want that J&J, that Junebug and Jolie. If you want that, you can get it. I'm, a, You know, hot girls do get Pfizer, so get it. Get your card. You kind of feel like you're upgrading. You feel like you're upgrading your avatar. It's kind of nice. And I was telling people, too, I don't even get flu shots. The only shot I got in my entire 20s was a pen penicillin shot in my ass, which I needed. Because in my early 20s, I don't even know what I was doing. I was on Klonopin and drinking, and I was a wreck. I was a wreck. The fact I'm still here is crazy. The fact I'm here and I actually gain weight is even better. Uh, I look like a damn crackhead for a while. Some of that was when I got my Adderall prescription. Yeah, I did shed some pounds. Do I have my Adderall prescription anymore? No. Is it by choice? No. My doctor got fired during a pandemic. Yeah, I don't know what my doctor did. But you know how bad of a doctor you have to be to get fired during a pandemic? I don't know. He was a great doctor for me. He was a great doctor for me. If I if I said, oh, doc, uh, my elbow hurts. I just was on a date with a nine-year-old. Uh, she was in kindergarten. I, I, I want to forget all this. He'd go, uh, here's some Klonopin. Uh, here's some Vicodin for your headache, and I'll see you in three months. The best doctor ever. But I guess according to the board of doctors, he's not that great, so... I, I get a call at like 6.30 in the morning, like the day of my last appointment. And they're like, hey, we have a different doctor for you. And I go, no, I want my doctor. I've had him for 10 plus years. The guy's putting a Q-tip in my dick hole. He's putting penicillin shot in my ass. He knows everything about me. He knows about my anxiety, my depressions. I want my doctor. I said, oh, he's not available right now. I said, well, when he, uh, I'll call back when I get my work schedule. I'll schedule it when he's available. Next thing I know, doesn't work for the practice. 
hasn't responded to any of us. I don't know where my files are. By law, he owes me all my files. I haven't had any of my damn, and it sounds like I'm probably on Adderall right now, but I'm not because I'm super hyper anyway. When I do amphetamines, I get focused. Like if I did a, a line of blow, I'm going to be quiet and stoic and just kind of examining things and my brain's crunching. It, 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 this is me off amphetamines, okay? But I do enjoy Adderall because if I use it correctly, like, okay, let me be productive. Let me eat this thing, chuck a couple bottles of water, take a shower. I'm going to have the best start to my day, okay? The best start of my day. And you got to understand, like, you have, you when you think about your life and your entire life, you go, oh, I have these seasons of progress. Well, start taking time down to where you have 24 hours in a day. This three hours of waking up is the most important start. Like this is your, this is guiding your ship for the rest of the day, right? So if you just lay in bed, uh, beat it into a sock, and then like get on Twitter or Instagram, that's a bad start. If you wake up, put an Adderall on your asshole, take a shower, dude, you're about to conquer the world. You're about to be, you're about to conquer the world, baby. There's nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can't do. Remember the first time I took Adderall? I wrote a whole new budget out. I rearranged my living room. I, it was amazing. It's literally like the limitless pill. But my doctor got fired, and now I have to resort to uh, coffee and, I guess, meditation. So, anyway, I don't know if you could tell, but I've been very zen. <laughs> I've been extremely zen. And uh, it's nice. I've been growing as a person. I've really found comfort in just being by, like, I really like being alone and being by myself. I need it. I told you I got a new job, and I work for a different company, and I make cocktails in busy bars, and there's so much stimulation. I, I meet people every single day. Oh, strangers, old friends, new friends, lovers, aunts, uncles. It's all great. Cousins, um, ex-girlfriends, future girlfriends. I meet them every day. And sometimes when you get that stimulation, when you clock in, I mean, that's a stage, baby. When you're a bartender, you got to be part rock star, sage, and like chemist all in one. And that's a stage. But when you get off the stage, you just want to get a nice cold beer, lock your door, and listen to Alan Watts for seven hours and play Civilization VI and not talk to anyone. <laughs> so... I've been hella zen, and it's been nice. It's been great for my mental health. Uh, there, I would struggle with anxiety so much. Like basically, my entire twenties was just one bout of anxiety. A lot of things I found out were my diet because I was just eating carbs like it was trying to break records, and my body doesn't handle carbs like most people. So I still intake a little too much sugar when it comes to alcohol. Probably too much carbs because I'll eat pizza and pasta at least once a week. But I was eating pizza and pasta eight days a week. So your boy is getting better at that. That helped because uh, once you start, like your ketones are too high, make you feel like you're having anxiety. And I really haven't had a bad, you know, uh, trip, like an <laughs> bad trip, like I'm taking shrooms. I didn't have a bad like anxiety attack or anything in a while. And the other day when I woke up, I woke up and I felt like my heart was going to jump out my chest. I was losing it. And I was just sitting there and I go, Dominic, your emotions, they're just a characteristic and they're like the weather. And the more energy you put into it, it's kind of like a rainstorm. Anxiety is kind of like a rainstorm if you don't like the rain. But thinking about it and getting pissed about it doesn't hasten the process of the rainstorm. Uh, it prolongs it. And now you're adding more fuel to the fire. And instead of just patiently waiting for the storm to pass, you're kind of just walking towards the storm and you're staying in it. When you have to go, Dominic, 
There will be sunshine. It is not going to rain forever. Remember that. This will pass. And then an hour later, the sun came out. I was filled with good feelings. And I had a beautiful day. And I killed it. And I killed it. I went to work. Killed it, dude. It was such a good day. They should have sent me to fucking Afghanistan. Dude, I wanna. Oh, I woulda. Just playing. Shout out to all the people that are still over there. All the Americans we left behind that we need to get back. And I, it's a complicated issue, but there's no reason that we should have left billions of dollars with equipment. Oh, dummy. And American lives behind. Oh, let's not get political. Oh, so yeah, I've been zen. I've been really zen. And let's see, Joe Lee and June Bug, that's definitely helped. I've been getting rid of fish tanks, as you know. I'm I'm Dami Bahami. I love the Bahamas. I've never been to the Bahamas, but I love fish. And those, the fish I have are actually from Africa, and they're not from the Bahamas. Actually, I've never had a saltwater tank. I love saltwater tanks, never want one. Not a big fan. Uh, but being at home and, you know, clocking in and getting my, you know, all my stimulus, you know, my stimulus check. No, clocking in, getting all that stimulus when I'm at home. I've been like cooking a lot more, which is great. I've gotten a lot more like tools in the kitchen. I've learned a lot of things. So I've been eating though, literally like it's going out of style. And my metabolism is slowing down because I'm 32 and not nine. And it kind of sucks. So I'm now I'm like, I got to do 25 push-ups a day just to look decent naked now, which is absurd, honestly. It's fucking absurd. But what are you going to do? It just, you know, age comes for us all. Time comes for us all. Memento mori. We're all going to die. The fact I'm actually old enough to get fat is a blessing. Because when I was 23, get my pills from my badass doctor, uh, I didn't think I was going to make it 27. Then I made it 27, and I got a DWI. And I was on probation. That Life will slow you down if it still wants you here. You know, it won't completely take you out of the world, but it'll definitely slow you down. It slowed me down. So that was great. And uh, I will say I've been single now for like the last two and a half years. A little over two years. I wouldn't say two and a half. And I'm I'm finally in a good space now to like actually date someone and be like in a romantic relationship. But now I'm so zenned out. I'm like, well, what's the end goal? To be hurt? So either like the harder I fall in love, the harder this is going to hurt. Or I could just think about it, dream about it. Because when you wake up from a dream, you're not hurt by it. I could just be like, oh, I, I could. But nah, because even if it's perfect, one of us is going to die before the other unless we die in a freak accident together or like the notebook or just holding hands and dying in a bed. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, signing myself up for that sounds crazy, but I also don't like being a bachelor that much. I honestly don't. I don't. I like growing something and working on something and seeing something uh, progress. And it's hard when you're just banging out toots that you meet. But I've been good. I haven't been just banging out random coozes. But um, it, it's nice to not have the anxiety or the stress or the worry about like, oh, am I going to be alone forever? And you know what? How come that didn't work out? It's kind of like everything in life. Everything in life is borrowed. Your time is borrowed. The people that come in your life are borrowed. And I, I had a, a, like two months I was hanging out with this one chick and it was fucking great. But it's kind of like borrowed time. It's kind of like, okay, you were in my life for this long. It was great. But now it's borrowed you're out of my life now not completely but that moment is out of my life and though it was beautiful thinking about it um and continue to think about it what it was and what it could have been 
is taking away from now. And I can't take away from now because I'm living in the now. You got to be part of the flow, the wu-wei, dude, the wu-wei. Oh, wu-wei ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh, what are we talking about, Dami? Oh, and this was all a sound check. This was all a sound check. I was in the weeds. Dude, my boy David at work, he was getting slammed on the well the other night, cranking out drinks, and he was just did his own fucking version of it was all a dream. He was like, I was in the weeds, slinging out emerald dreams. Oh, it was great. What are we talking about? You know what? I, I wanna, I'm going to see if I can get this new setup going. I'm going to drop this for you right now. And, uh, you know, I hope you remember 9-11. If you don't and you're in kindergarten, uh, just realize it was complete shift in the culture of America. Nothing's ever been the same since, but uh, it's okay. We're progressing. Don't look too far in the don't look too far in the future. Quit looking in the past. Don't look too far in the future. You're robbing yourself of now, and don't rob yourself of now. This has been Dom C. I love you. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at she tastes like Texas, and uh, it's your boy. And I'll be back because my new setup. Love you. One love. Peace. <laughs>